WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson. It's Friday, January 21st, 2022. Urbana Police Chief Bryant Serafin has announced his retirement after being appointed to the position in September 2018. Serafin has served the police force for over 27 years and his retirement will be effective March 22, 2022. Deputy Police Chief Richard Searles will take over as the interim chief of police at that time. Serafin made notable changes to the department during his years as chief, such as the use of body cameras and their integration with squad car cameras. He directed the force to fully revise their use of force policy and launched a crisis co-responder team in partnership with Rosencrantz, which provides follow-up social services to individuals experiencing a behavioral health issue. The city of Urbana will conduct a nationwide search for a new police chief, the details of which will be shared with the public as soon as possible. The COVID-19 testing system developed at the University of Illinois called SHIELD is expanding statewide, now with more than 24 total sites. With a new free testing center at DePaul's campus and a brand new lab at the University of Illinois Chicago, the SHIELD system will be able to process 400,000 PCR tests per week. COVID-19 testing access is a barrier in many communities, including those within the Chicago Public School District. SHIELD plans to provide 350,000 tests to the district in support of efforts to reopen schools. SHIELD officials say the test's capability to adapt to the challenges presented by the COVID-19 pandemic can dramatically expand access to care and benefit public health outcomes. After failing to get the needed 50 votes to change the filibuster rules Wednesday, Senate Democrats did not move forward with voting rights legislation. To pass the legislation, Democrats had hoped to change the filibuster rules to requiring just 51 total votes in the Senate. Senate Democrats Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Kirsten Sinema of Arizona joined GOP senators in defending the filibuster, thus maintaining the 60-vote requirement to pass legislation. The two moderates argued that changing the filibuster rules would further polarize the Senate and weaken general confidence in the U.S. government. The failure to pass voting rights legislation has served as a setback for President Joe Biden's presidential agenda one year after his inauguration. He has been a staunch supporter of the voting rights legislation, which would protect mail-in voting and prevent voter disenfranchisement in states with histories of imposing strict voting requirements. The Biden administration released a statement saying it would continue to fight to advance legislation related to voting rights. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken meets with Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov today amid heightening tensions between the two nations. The Kremlin has stated that it expects a written response to its demands concerning security and limiting the expansion of Western military activity in Eastern Europe at the meeting. In particular, Russia has vehemently voiced its opposition to the possibility of Ukraine eventually joining NATO. However, Blinken has indicated that no such response will be provided. A major issue stems from the growing possibility of Russia invading Ukraine, adding to the ongoing Russo-Ukrainian conflict. President Biden has said that even if Russia were to invade Ukraine, 
the U.S. would not send troops to the country. That's all from us for today, folks. Reporting was contributed by Mac Dudley, Husna Husseini, Tara Mabasher, and Laszlo Toth. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, our science and technology editor is Husna Husseini, and our political editor is Jane Knight. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Owen Henderson. <laughs>